Hey guys, welcome to Comes Back to Love. I am your host, Sheena, and it's Wednesday again. I feel like the week flew past. Um, what did I do this weekend? I went to Aruba. It was beautiful. It was fun. Um, check out all the Aruba footage on my Instagram. Follow me at I am Sheena underscore E. Follow my vacation pics and everything. I'm going to jump right into topics this week because I swear 30 minutes go by so fast. Um, I asked y'all last week if y'all wanted me to try to do the 45. I have to get a new piece for the mic and readjust everything. And hopefully by um, the next episode, I will be able to go longer. But for now, it's 30 minutes. Y'all got me here. I'm locked in and I'm ready. So what's up guys um let's talk about okay so it's been so much like I went on a on a trip like I was just telling y'all and you know how sometimes when you get to interact with other people you get to discuss certain topics that like shit that you really only talk about um by yourself so one of the main things I feel like women are going through in relationships is trying to decide um what type of guys to date and y'all know I'm an avid advocate for one I feel like if you don't have children you should be very um mindful about dating people with kids and that to me that's men and women but specifically women because I feel like that baby mama shit like it's inevitable and um I was talking to somebody about their relationship and in their relationship the guy um unfortunately has a kid or whatever and he kind of like spends a lot of time, you know, at the house with the baby mom, the kid or whatever. And I'm not by no means saying that it's okay to be like a deadbeat dad or none of that shit. Because if you're going to have kids, I would rather you be a good dad. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is this is the main reason why I don't date men with kids. People always yell at me for it. They can't believe it. Like, you got two kids. How you going to not date? I don't got time for the baby mama bullshit. Nine times, I say, I say eight times out of 10. A friend of mine was saying like maybe six out of 10, but I'm saying eight times out of 10, if a guy has a baby by somebody and they're still cordial, like he still go over there. They seem to have like this all hunky dory ass fucking uh, co-parenting relationship or whatever. I feel like eight times out of 10, they still fucking. I don't care what he say, somewhere down the line, it might not be all the time, that shit might be on Christmas, it might be on the baby birthday, but I feel like any woman, I don't give a fuck if she married, I'm, I swear I don't, white, black, Spanish, whatever ethnicity, any woman that has a baby by somebody and that somebody is like a good nigga, she is going to end up still giving them the pussy. One way or another. And if they ain't currently, then they have before. And that's why they still tight. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all can fight me down to the ground on it. This is one of the main reasons why I don't like dating men with kids. Like, if you got like a 25-year-old, 22-year-old, 18-year-old, 16-year-old, it makes me feel a little more comfortable. But still fucking the baby mama is reason number one why I don't recommend dating men with kids. Who got time for that? Women are emotional. It's not too many women out here who literally got pregnant and just was like, fuck that nigga. I might be the only. <laughs> and that ain't even true because I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I have double backed with my no good ass baby daddy once. And I'm not in a relationship. And I was a well, 
I wasn't in a relationship at that time. But I double back with my no good ass baby daddy. Even though he was fucking absent as a motherfucker, he kept begging and crying and pleading like, oh, I'm going to be a good dad. Oh, I want to be a family. Oh, I want to try it again. And I, I'm honestly like, and I'm the strong-willedest motherfucker on the planet. I double back once and I felt horrible. I felt horrible because he's not a good dad. I felt like I was disrespecting my child. I felt like I was being a motherfucking fool and, and it won't happen again on God, on my on my end, because I don't even, like, I blocked the nigga I only talked to or whatever, fuck him. But I'm telling you, and this is with a fucking non-existent um willing participant type partner so imagine the bitch who baby father actually gets the kids take them to Chuck E. Cheese out of sneakers do all that stuff pay the child support without the court all that shit she gave him some pussy and all that I don't mess with my baby mom like that that shit is bullshit and that shit is lies so reason number one because everybody was asking me what you know how can you say you don't mess with people with kids because they be so fucking their baby mom women are too emotional they be still having that hope that they're going to be a family. And they already like the dick. That's why they kept the baby. So you could be a fool if you want and listen to all them goofy-ass excuses. Eight times out of ten, he's still smashing the baby mom. Another reason why I don't really recommend dating men with kids is because it's always some bullshit. Always. Something always happening. And one thing I don't like to play with, I don't like to play with my time. So if I carved out this block of time for me and you to go to dinner or do whatever it is we got to do. It's the worst feeling to have fucking drew on your eyebrows, finally got your fuck both lashes on properly, and now this nigga talking about, oh, I got to pick up my son. Y'all got it. It's too much drama. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. Luckily, like, lately the men, you know, that I've encountered, they haven't had children or they had, like, old, old kids where it just is not a it's not a bother, it's not a burden. But I'm telling you, women have such a hard time trying to decide what type of guys to date. And number one on my list is to stay away from it's a man with some fucking kids. Especially if it's like three or four kids. That's too many kids since he don't have no money left for you. Okay? He's going to be a fucking problem. Run. Another type of, okay, this is another, it's like a sidebar, but this is another thing that gets to my fucking nerves that happened with, and she gonna be mad if she hear this, but I love you, or whatever. Um, <laughs> I hate men that ask women for money. I absolutely hate it. Now, if you, my man, like we rocking and rolling, I'm talking about we got time in, we passed the honeymoon phase, we passed it, it's be friends, it's be fucking just, whatever. We like in a relationship, cool. I got you. You need $50? Cool. I see something that you might like in the store. I'm going to cop it. Cool. But if we just met, if we literally just met, like, within weeks or days, please don't fall for the okie doke, y'all. Don't let no nigga tell you he lost his debit card. Don't let nobody tell. First of all, most banks give you a temporary debit card. You ain't lose your debit card. Okay, and don't be trying to ask me for no little petty amount of money, 250 300 to see what I'm going to do, because the fuck I'm going to say no. I don't got no money for you, sir. I don't have no money for you. Don't ask me for no money. Don't play no fucking scam game with me because I'm going to block you and I'm going to fucking talk about you. I hate that. And it's 2021 and niggas is still playing those games, still trying to um, bait women. for. I'm not buying you shit. 
And I'm not giving you shit. Don't ask me for no fucking money. That shit pisses me off. Don't ask me for no money. And don't ask none of my homegirls for no money and they tell me because I'm going to tell her not to give it to you. Don't. Swear to God, it's so unattractive. It's so unattractive. First of all, a lying ass man is so unattractive. Who the fuck still lies in 2021? Who lies? What are you lying for? What are you lying for? There's no reason to lie. You don't have to lie to kick it because guess what? It's a it's a chick out there that's cool with your minimal life. I'm not her, but it is it's levels. Just like it's levels to um the type of men women can pick and choose from. You know what I'm saying? We got top tier, middle tier, mid-tier, low below the barrel. It's below the barrel, mid-tier, high tier women too. You don't got a lot of kick it. Go on and get you somebody that's in your bracket. Get you get you somebody that don't mind going to Applebee's, that don't mind going to Fridays. Don't be over here trying to fuck with an Ocean Prime, Del Frisco, Steak 48 type of um, female, and you know you ain't really got it. Because that tab is going to come, and you're going to fucking pay it. And that's just that. And I don't want to make no excuses for no man in front of my girlfriends. Have y'all ever been around people that make excuses? For a man around you, don't make no excuses for him. We know he about girl. Please, Mm-mm. niggas be thick. I'm sorry, y'all. I said I was gonna stop using the N word, but it's just so hard when I get so angry about these men. Like you don't got a lot of kicking, bro. What is what's up? What's your financial status? Because one thing about me, I'm gonna call you bluff on the first day. <laughs> no shade, but this guy was trying to take me out and um. This is recent or whatever. He's like, oh, you want to go to Chicken and Pete's? And I'm from Philly. And Chicken and Pete's is like, um, it's like a bar, like a sports bar. Do they have good stuff there? Yeah. But you're not taking me to no fucking Chicken and Pete's, especially if it's like our first light link up. Like, no, you better pull out the red carpet and find something fancy for me to do. I don't want to go to no fucking Chicken and Pete's. Chicken and Pete's is somewhere you go with a nigga that done smelt your morning breath already. Fuck that. I don't know. It's some low-rate shit going on that I'm not tolerating. And, you know, we about to go into that good old season where clothes is smaller and the days is longer and the weather is nicer. Sis, don't fall for the okey-doke. And it's income tax time. I told y'all that last week. You better hold on to your check and don't let one of these clowns start talking about how his tire busted and he needs $500. (laughs) But, yeah. No baby mamas. No liars. No broke shit keep that broke shit over there i also want this okay so i really wanted to get into that this this topic that i'm about to talk about instagram social media i know this podcast is not supposed to be so um social driven but some shit just blows my fucking mind how did y'all let an app i mean it's, it's simply an app you can delete it it's free how did y'all allow an app to really alter who the fuck you are? Anybody that knows me in real life knows I've been a sexy bitch. I've been a fucking partying bitch. I've been a going away bitch. I've been the same bitch since I was about 16, 17 years old. The essence of who I am has been the same. Has my Instagram changed with my brand? Yes. Has my Instagram changed according to, you know, me having to promote and make money? Yes. But the essence of who I am has been who I am. How did y'all let an app? Make y'all feel like y'all had to do, say, where, be. I literally was just, this is just, just bothers me. And it's kind of a sidebar, but it, it has to do with the Instagram. 
why the fuck do y'all take purses to the beach? I need to know. I need to know when did it become a thing to have a $5,000 Chanel bag or y'all quote, quote, unquote, Birkin bag in the sand. The worst thing to me is fucking sand in my pocketbook. You got to, first of all, I hate sand in my beach bag because you got to dip it out. If you're traveling, you got to shake the fucking sand out before you put it back in. What, what, where did that trend come from? Where the fuck did it become fashion forward to carry an evening bag or your everyday go to the mall bag? I don't give a fuck if it was $10,000. When did that become cute to wear on the beach? It never is not cute. It never became cute. It's Instagram. Y'all bitches really let an app dictate which wear, how you get, you bitches is walking around with wigs on, glued to your fucking hairline, all because uh, some little gay boy in Atlanta is doing wigs on bitches that you're not even on the same level as. Mm-hmm. I want shit to go back to, I'm sorry, y'all, y'all know I gotta have my drink because, you know, that's how I get to regurgitate all this knowledge. <laughs> it's it's really scary and it's sad. And I was just saying to one of my friends, like, I'm so glad that I grew up. Honestly, I always wished I grew up um, in a different era, like like the 60s or 50s. I don't know. Sometime where, where women wore skirts all the time and never wore pants. I would have loved to grow up in that type of time. But I'm so glad that I'm an 80s baby and I grew up when I did because I was able to see life before the cameras. I mean, I did my most shit before Instagram. I don't fuck with the biggest niggas before Instagram. All my, my, my Rockefeller fun and all of that shit way before Instagram. Best times of my career, way before that banging ass niggas I fucked with way before Instagram. So I'm just happy that I got a chance to grow up without people watching. And that even though, because that's not getting misconstrued, it's bitches that's my age, 34, 35, 37, 38, they're now even 43, way older than me, that I see trying to like live on the gram. And it's really fucking sad. It's a fucking app. The shit can crash any given time. And if Instagram does crash, make sure y'all follow and subscribe to Uncomes Back to Love on your Android or iPhone. It's available on all major platforms podcast platforms if this fucking app crashes i'm still gonna be on here talking shit (laughs) so like i was saying it's just an app y'all let an app dictate everything it's like and people think that it's like uh normal and and i've done my fear assessment of this whole social media world and i feel like what it is 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 exposing people's insecurities um there's no way in the world you're not insecure if you feel like you got to look a certain way or wear certain things. And then half of you people that's doing all this stuff, you're local. Like, you're local, baby. Nobody knows you in no other place, no other city, no other state, no other town. You are fucking local. You're a local Lucy. No one gives a fuck. You're doing all this showing off to impress other females. And it's really going over my head because I'm like... I, I, I'm so blessed that I'm not insecure, that I'm, that I love Sheena. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the way I look. I love the way, um, I feel. I love my friends. I love my kids. I love my family. I love everything about me. So it's really like nothing that goes on on this fucking app on my phone that could alter 
the way I feel about myself. And if you're listening and you're one of those people who think like your butt not big enough or or your hair is not long enough or your wig is you don't wear a wig and you want to or, you know, you feel like your car is not nice enough. I want you to put your hand on your chest for a second and like feel that, you know, that's a real heartbeat. It's real air coming out your lungs. We're in a fucking pandemic and you're surviving. So please don't let these women um, on Instagram make you feel like shit is sweet because it ain't these bitches are scamming whamming, and bamming and not living in their truth they're not they're not telling you really how they're getting it they're getting it how they live if they even getting it because according to my sources some of this shit is fake anyway and um it goes to my other point when did being real become wrong because i get i've been getting so much hate on my social Based on like things that I post or like places that I go and things. I'm a real ass bitch. Everything you see is because I want you to see it. I'm very transparent. You can inbox me. You can talk to me about anything. I'm always going to keep it one. I'm a real ass bitch. I'm not fake. And if being real is wrong, then I don't want to be right. You got me. You got me on that one. If you you think I'm going to sit online and perpetuate some shit that ain't going on it is what the fuck it is whatever you think it is that's what it is i'm not clearing shit up but i'm real and being real to me is always gonna make you win i've been doing the same thing for a long time it's gonna take a while again this goes back to social media you cannot let these apps this 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 particular app make you feel like you're not moving in the right direction or you're going too slow or things is not happening for you the way that they are supposed to be happening everything has its a pace everything everything has its time so you can't rush your situation if you're in school keep going if you're working on the business keep going i'm telling y'all i know i know a lot of these bitches in real life and it ain't what you think it is it's smoke and mirror so if i could give y'all some advice this week because certain things have been pressing on me like as far as um the social this this shit Keep it 100 with yourself. Be authentic. Be transparent. Be who you are. People like real. Trust me, the audience is going to come. The people is going to come. The customers is going to come. Be you. Don't clout chase. Don't try to imitate and emulate this bullshit that you think. These bitches is not winning. They truly are losing. I've seen it with my own eyes. I can't even really like get into all the shit that I've seen in the last couple of weeks with my own fucking eyes people are fucking lost fellas if you listen in these bitches are lost they lost and half of them don't even want to be found so don't even waste your fucking time don't even waste your fucking time with these shallow insecure bad built body bitches because that's exactly what they are mad fucking insecure you got it gotta be a sign uh, uh, a trait of insecurity if you would really Feel like you had to ever post on a on an app how much you paid for something. To me, that's insecure. If you gotta post on an app the price tag or the receipt or actually you purchasing or you go, that's a sign of insecurities. And as a man, why the fuck would you want that to be the type of female that you lock and load with? My hands is I I gotta throw my hands up on that one because I'm fucking lost again i'm so blessed that i was born in 19 motherfucking 82 and not of this fucking era right here because they got it bad 
Anybody went to All-Star this weekend? <laughs> I heard so many stories about All-Star weekend. If you went to All-Star weekend, please, can you inbox me and tell me the tea? I want to know what the fuck is going on. Tell me what happened. Tell me who did what, who did who, who saw what, who saw who. I want to know. Me, personally, I don't like those kind of events. I don't like... Um, uh, now, back in the day, I would go to like Zoe weekend and stuff like that in um, Miami. But, again, it's a whole nother era. I don't want to hang around these people. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's fucking dangerous. But, um, okay, so I wanted to get into one of my questions kind of early because this is, like, so good to me. This is a good um, question. So I'm not going to go into it. I didn't even ask this person permission. So whatever. I'm just going to hypothetically. I'm going to hypothetically um, speak on it. What? What what do you guys feel about? Okay, so this female had messaged me about her guy and she was saying that he likes her to send um um I guess like uh what do you call it sext to other men and recite the sexting during their session and she wanted to know if I thought it was bad. Of course y'all y'all know I told her no. Um but I wanted to talk about um that was the question, but my answer leads me into a subject. What do you do when your mate is into things that you're not into? And y'all know how I am about pleasing your man, pleasing your woman, whatever. I think you should do whatever it takes to please the person that you're being intimate with. But how do you tell somebody that that's not your thing? And I think... Um, not so much just particularly what she said, because what she said turned me on. And I was like, fuck, damn, that's probably so sexy. Like, I, again, like, y'all know how I am. I like to um, push my limits with men. I like to push men to their peak, and I want to see how far I can go. That's the rebellious side of me. Like, I will push you to your fucking limit. But how do you um, say no to something that's not what you really into. And I think that women more than men will struggle with this because a man, men are naturally the aggressor. So a man could say, fuck that. No, we ain't doing it. And as a female, you obviously is going to go listen. But as a woman, I feel like sometimes we put ourselves in situations that we may or may not want to be in as far as, um, with, um, with our guys, like we might get wrapped up into something that's not, necessarily our thing. So I wanted to go over some ways that you can adjust and pivot if you find yourself in a situation that you want to be in. The first thing I think, um, if it's a question, if he asks you like, would you like to whatever, don't be vague about your answer. If the answer is no, flat out say no. Don't explain yourself. The answer is simply no. I know me as a woman, I've been in the situations where a person has asked me to do things or asked me if I wanted to do things and not being so passive and just trying to be a pleaser. I'd be like, oh, I guess, or we'll see. And then you fucking get there and the six niggas and two bitches and you like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for, but bitch, you ain't say no. So I think the easiest way to give his ex as a question is to simply say no. If that's something that you don't want to do, you have to say no. Um, no. And just a plain old fucking no. Not no and but, just no. Okay? That's number one. Number two, I feel like if you are actually in the act, like you're already fucking and this person is asking you to uh, switch positions or you know, adding a toy or just doing something that you know is not just these, abort mission. 
You know what I'm saying? Like cover your pussy, do whatever you need to do, abort mission and let that person know, you know, this ain't my twist because um, I think this would help us, especially again, y'all know I'm always repping for my girls. It would help black women become more free with our sexuality if we feel like we have a voice. Because again, like I told y'all a couple episodes ago, a lot of black women have been our first sexual encounters were traumatic and um, based around situations that we didn't put ourselves in. And because of that, you know, we have grown up and have been engaging and involving ourselves in things that aren't necessarily our twists, but we do it because we feel like we're pleasing the other person. But the buck stops here today. This is the last time that we are going to agree to participate or agree to engage in things that we're not comfortable with. So we say a no, and if it's in the middle of the act, we are aboard admission. I don't want to fucking do this. I'm not the girl for that. Get you somebody else. And if you don't understand, fuck them. There's plenty of fishing to see. But as women, and um, I would be remiss if I didn't always bring it back to love, bring it back to self-love and self-awareness and what you want to do. You are the woman. You have the pussy. You make the rules. If it's not something that you want to do, don't do it. I'm all for freaky expeditions and um, exploring sexuality and doing things. But that's just me. You don't got to be like me. You got to be happy. You have to be satisfied. And if this shit is too much, it's too hot, get the fuck out of the kitchen. Y'all know how I feel about that. Don't compromise your wants, your desires, your comfortability for no dick. It's not worth it. Okay? Unless it's your baby daddy and you double the It's like, no, y'all, don't get caught up with nobody, baby daddy. I promise y'all, it will not be fun. The outcome is never fucking fun. Okay? Okay, so I have another question. Um, from a guy who, okay, so this guy messaged me and said that he enjoys penetration and he wants to know how he can explain it to his girl. And this is the thing about stuff like that. I feel like, y'all know I have no problem with it. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I feel like, um... If it's hetero, meaning male and female, then nothing should be off limits. Like if you with your man and he wants to do this or he wants to do that, I feel like absolutely nothing should be off limits. That's just me though. Nothing should be off limits to please your mate. That's just me. Might not be your boat to float. But for me, if my man wants to be penetrated, I have no problem with it. Um, I feel like now and um, now in 2021, um, with so much going on with with Again, social media, uh, stories about celebrities leaking. Um, I mean, it's fucking free porn on your phone. It's sex is everywhere. And I feel like men are getting more comfortable with their sexuality. Or even if they're not comfortable, they want to enjoy and experience things that they've heard so many other people talking about. So it's not like, to me, it's not a frown down type of thing. Even though in our community, you know, people are like, what? That's gay. I like that. To me, it's not gay. To me, if it's heterosexual relations, it's not gay. If it's a man and a woman, how the fuck is it gay? Homosexual sex is two men and two women. It's not It's not the other way around. So I think that you should tell her. Um, I think you should tell her what you like. And you should probably 
ease. I mean, it depends who she is. Has she ever done anything like this before? Have y'all talked about it before? If this is like some virgin, some virgin conversation, like we've never discussed it, you don't even know this is the type of shit that I'm into, then you best to wind it down a bitch, have an orange or a, a orange or a yellow box at the house, a green box waiting for her when she get there and gift her out and over dinner, just be like, you know, baby, um, I know we haven't talked, I know we haven't discussed this before, but I kind of like a little bit of um, penetration here and there and see if she's up to it. I mean, I feel like when it comes to sex, y'all know how I feel about sex. You should be satisfied. You should do whatever you need to do to get your shit off. And everything is not for everybody. So hopefully Shorty is with it. And I want you to keep me posted. I'm about to message it back. Like, keep me posted. I want to know how did it feel? Was it a finger? Was it a dildo? Like, God, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. But I'm just telling y'all, ladies and gentlemen out there that's listening, you'd be surprised how many men really are into um, that type of climax. I mean, I've been doing it for years. <laughs> Literally. I think the first guy I penetrated, I probably was a teenager, honestly. Probably was six, 17 or 18 years old. And I'm pretty old, so that was a while ago. Niggas like it in the ass. Just a little secret. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, I'm running out of time. It is Comes Back to Love. Follow me. Message me. Send me all the questions in the world. I want to answer them. Next week, I'm going to try to be back next week. I'm getting like a small surgery. Nothing to worry about, guys. Just some sexy shit going on over here. And I will see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Comes Back to Love. C-U-M-S-B-A-C, the number two, L-U-V on IG. Comes Back to Love. Cash app, $30. Comes Back to Love. Close Friends is lit. Don't forget, check out my OnlyFans. Love y'all, and I will talk to y'all soon.